I made a decision on my own. I felt that the flag serum would give you that one chance, a chance for your body to use its full, latent recuperative powers. So you used it, flag? I used it. And you're alive. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. I'm Jake Luzio, and I started Signals Music Studio to help ordinary people become extraordinary musicians. If you visit my site, you'll find all of my free lessons and my professional courses. I've made courses on training your ear, playing the blues, and mastering rhythmic skills. And I'm providing all of these courses on the honor system, meaning you can pay what you want. But for the dedicated student, I also have a comprehensive music theory and songwriting course. It contains nine hours of detailed video content across 45 different lessons, as well as 89 PDFs, several practice track MP3s, and more. And if you'd like to take $35 off the price of that course, you can use the coupon code STRUM, S-T-R-U-M, at checkout. So if you're interested in learning to write music at any level, in any genre, on any instrument, visit SignalsMusicStudio.com. Check out my lessons and consider signing up for the theory course using the coupon code STRUM. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How you doing, Mike? Doing all right. How are you doing? <laughs> and happy Halloween, by the way. Today is oh, yeah. uh, actually Halloween. Recording on Halloween night. I am wearing my is. Captain America outfit. What are you wearing? I am wearing my Captain America outfit as well. <laughs> Which version? <laughs> yeah, the scary 1979 version. Yeah, the one with the paper mask and this the garbage bag basically on the front that just had the Captain America outfit on. Right, where you, you barely see through the slits in the eyes and. Yeah, yeah, that's what I have too. So uh, if it's a little muffled, uh, that's why. Yeah, and if I pass out because of the toxic uh, materials of this mask, that would uh, that would be why. You might also pass out from just what we watch too <laughs> that yeah. might kill you <laughs> yeah but we'll get to that in a minute we'll get to that did uh, uh anything new you've watched recently that you want to talk about no no i've i've rewatched some old things but no, i haven't watched anything new how about you yeah i watched a couple of things i watched dune the movie dune yeah oh, okay um, what'd you think I liked it. Uh, I Good. have read a lot of the books, so yeah. uh, it does help, I think, in my enjoyment of it. Uh, some things that I, you know, were watch was watching for and looking forward to. So I, I know I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I definitely enjoyed it. I, I think it would have been cool to see on the big screen, just on how it was filmed and everything. But uh, yeah, I did not have that opportunity. But I did watch it. Home. My son watched it Good. too at school, and he said he liked it too. So. I watched that. Um, That's encouraging. I also, yeah. I also watched uh, Invasion from Apple TV. Um, okay. Not familiar with Invasion. Yeah. What's that? Uh, it's, I guess, an invasion of some sort of alien thing. However, okay. I am uh, four episodes in. Maybe five. And I not much has happened. 
<laughs> put it that way. No, no invasion. No invasion has yet no, taken place. No, there. I mean, I don't know. No, nothing. Okay. Nothing of the sort. And I've read that that it like nothing really. It's like it's been. There's too many storylines, and all it is is backstory and getting to know the characters and. No, I mean not. I mean, I shouldn't say nothing's happening. It's like Seinfeld and the fact that they always say it's a show about nothing, and things actually happen, but nothing of any consequence or substance. <laughs> it's an invasion of, of nothing. Right. Exactly. Okay. So I, I am, I still keep watching it though, because I'm like, this episode, something's gonna happen. Something's gonna yeah. be that, like, okay, that's a misleading, misleading title. If nothing has happened four episodes in, so. Yeah, I I don't know if anything does this whole first season. I don't. I'm yeah. getting. I I don't know. Well, I get anyway, it in the long term. Watching they, invasion. Know, let me know. Yeah, they don't. You know, long term, they don't want to like you know invasion episode one and they're invaded. Then it's like the right. Over, no, I understand. Right. They. I understand that. But this is a little it's going a little <laughs> it's just long. dragging on. A, yeah. Right. Yeah. I hear you. I hear so. you. That's all. That's speaking, really about all I've watched. Okay. I think. I, I was going to say, speaking of going a little long, uh, oh, what gosh. did you think of uh, this week's pick? Yeah. So we watched uh, Captain America 1979 version uh, TV movie. Um, I, 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 I don't know. What to say? So, all right, I'll tell you. I, did so you I, have one of your I, kids watch? I had. I did. I had two of them watch. I. I no, really. They him did. Into it. Yeah. Oh, you tricked them into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey guys, I got to watch Captain America for the podcast tonight. You want to watch it with me? I'm like, it's it's you know it's an older version. They're like, yeah, we'll watch it. So they uh, they sat down with me. Um, one of them fell asleep, then woke up and left, <laughs> and the and the other one stayed with me through the whole thing. Really? But what did he have to he, say about it? He provided commentary throughout. So Okay. Do you have some of his um, commentary written down so we can hear it? Um yes, I do. I okay. do. I actually told Good. them like I, I want, want I want I wanted to record the reaction to it, but they wouldn't have <laughs> they wouldn't have any part they, of that. So they didn't want yeah, yeah. Okay. Nah, but gotcha. Um, yeah, no, this is uh, not high on the superhero list for me. Um, I'm not a huge Captain America fan the way it is, but I thought it'd be interesting to watch this. I I don't remember it, and I do remember it at the same time, if that makes sense. Like, nothing it, in this episode... Oddly, it does. Nothing in this episode triggered me like, oh, I remember this scene. Oh, I remember this scene. Nothing like that happened. No, but no. I knew that this took place. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things. Yeah. It's exactly how I felt, too. In fact, and I know there was a sequel or like a part two to this. Right. Um, right. But I, I, what I remember as a kid, and when we talked about doing this, like, oh, I remember a scene where this guy was working on the motorcycle in his garage as Captain America, which could be a complete false memory because that or didn't maybe happen. Maybe it's the second Any, one. Yeah. Maybe or it's maybe the second you're, one. Maybe you're confusing it with Street Hawk. I don't know. I could have swore it was Captain America, and he was like building his bike in the garage. But I'm, you know, it was a long time ago. I barely remember, you know, yesterday. So um, the fact that I fabricated something from 1979 is quite possible. 
It is. So, you know, we should probably set the scene first. So it's the late 70s, and this is a TV movie version, you know. Now, I what uh, I think Hulk has already been on TV at this point, right? I think it was yes. before 79. Um, the Hulk was already so, on, and the Spider-Man special was on. Right. That's right. So they were, you know... Um, now, I mean, uh, I don't think Hulk, yeah, Hulk, these are all Marvel, right? Yeah, they're all Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously there was Batman stuff already before, you know, um, this might be, you know, now I will say as a kid in this era, I didn't know much about Captain America. You know, he wasn't like big because he wasn't on TV already. You know, you didn't have. No, no, no. All this, like Spider-Man had cartoons and everything else already. I right, and it's not like you're, you know, I don't think, it, you know, no one ran out and bought the Captain America comic books. It wasn't like the, right, wasn't what the most exciting I mean, hero. More, to, maybe it was more geared towards adults. I don't know. I don't know, but it, like as a kid, I remember enjoying it. It was like it was cool. Yeah. So Captain America, you know, whatever. Right, um, but anyway, but I did, so, you know, I, I do mention, I do mention the Spider Man and and the Incredible Hulk were both on because I had read. Um, where they were, they were planning on doing some crossover shows, but mm-hmm. they would do like you know do the Spider Man and and you know Incredible Hulk, Captain yeah. America. I mean the Spider Man at least made it to series. Um, it didn't right. I don't think lasted very long, but no, this they just no. did two movies. But anyway, so setting the scene, it's 1979, and like every good superhero show, I think what you should start off with is just scenery with a van driving (laughs) down the road right with this music because you know nothing gets you amped up for some comic book stuff like this music I mean it's already putting you to sleep It, it gets powerful there. Now, the music my, from the show my, was Mike Post and Peter Carp. Like, it was Mike Post, like, yep. Yeah. And there are some scenes in this where I'm like, wait, this is like right from Greatest American Hero or the A-Team or something. Some of the music. Yeah, not this. yeah. But not that, no. No. All right, but it, it's you know it's a cool van, it's a cool '70s van driving by. It's got like birds on the side or something, like some yeah. It's got blue. like seagulls or something. Yeah, yeah. It's got some. Yeah. you know, it's got the stripes on it. It's got like that dome window, the tinted yeah. dome and this, window. This driving scene lasts at least three minutes, maybe even longer. I mean, it's it's a long scene. And, and I mean, that ahead. being said, you would expect some powerful music, like. You know, I'm thinking like right. Wonder Woman, you know, something to yeah. draw you Just in. To like get some you powerful. Going. Right. Right. But no, this was like Serenity. It was like um, <laughs> Serenity now. You know, you're you're on the beach and you know, I could hear like this a is like, like a, a talk a voiceover, a meditation voiceover <laughs> while that was playing. On a very special episode of Family <laughs> or something yeah, like that. Right, right, right. Exactly. Like not even eight is enough. Family. Like even more, right. you know, boring. Um, so, anyway, so finally he stops at like this bar and or beach bar type thing. Yeah, and, I'm like, is this a surf shop? I'm not I, like, what is right. this? I'm not even sure what yeah. this is. 
And he meets his friend, who I don't think we got his name. But I'm just going to, I got. I already have a little clip of this, some of the dialogue, just to kind of let you know where this dialogue's going for this whole entire movie, for most most part. Steve-O, how you doing, buddy? Real good, man. Yeah, where you been? I figured you got out of the Marines two weeks ago. Well, I've been coming down the coast slow and easy, you know, kicking back. Pretty mellow set of wheels. Yeah. It's going to be my home on the road for the next few years. All right. Hey, did I get any mail? Yeah, I think a couple. Hey, take this. And he gives him a painting or a drawing. He a drawing. Right? Yeah. Like he's nine. He, he like <laughs> drew, <laughs> drew his friend a picture, you know. I thought of you when I saw this tree and I drew it for you. Right. Now, like, here's yeah. the deal. So, a couple of things about this scene. One, couldn't have been delivered with less less enthusiasm <laughs> for both of them. Right, right. But, and um, Captain America's uh, stuff, Red Brown, he does not get any more enthusiastic throughout this entire show. No. Um, but... So he's like, "Hey, you were in the Marines, if you know, you know." He's like, "I thought you'd be back like two weeks ago." He's like, "You know, I'm just driving down the coast." He's like, "You got any mail for me?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Well, wait, how long has he been holding his mail?" <laughs> right. And you've got two. You're not in like you're not in the Marines for like a couple of weeks. Like he's okay. out of the Marines. He's done with his tour. So it's been like what four years or something like that. So and he's I got two sure. pieces of mail. Two pieces of mail for him <laughs> during that time. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, no, we just have these two pieces of mail because nobody likes you. Right. <laughs> you have no friends. It's junk mail. And I, th- I don't even remember what the mail was. Like, one was from some guy well, trying to get a hold of him. Yeah, from Simon or something, right? Yeah. yeah. And another one was another guy that was trying to get a hold of him because he was in trouble. And he calls that guy. And the guy's all, like, sweaty already. He's like, you got to come help me. He's like, or whatever. Right? That already happened. Oh, in the meantime, some guy's yeah. watching him through binoculars. Right, and, right. You know, but we don't know who he is or anything. Um, and then, I don't know about you, but I was like, that opening scene with the dialogue, I'm like, if this is any indication of the level of acting that goes into the rest of this movie, it's going to be a hard one. It, it, and and it was. It was a hard one, yeah. Uh, now, and... and I'm not saying everybody was, you know, some of the people actually did good jobs with what they had to work with. I'll say that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was just, you know, and now this guy, he was also in uh, Mutiny in Space or, yeah, Space Mutiny, one of the two. I think it goes by both names, but it was done by Mystery <laughs> Science Theater 3000. And it's like one of my favorite ones of theirs because like every time they show him on the screen, they just come up with like another name for him, like. Biff Hard G's. You know what's <laughs> And it just, well, you know what? I don't know, it cracks me up. When I saw him, I, like, I thought, who's that boxer uh, from, like, the 80s or 90s? Tommy. The guy that was in the Rocky movie? Yeah, what yeah. What's his Rocky name? Tommy, Tommy. Tommy Morrison, Shaw? I think his Tommy. name. Yeah, Tommy. I don't know. Maybe. I want to say Tommy Tommy Morrison. Let me look at him real quick. <laughs> it sounds Yeah, Tommy right. Morrison. It's Tommy yeah. Morrison. I'm like, that's who he looks like. But yeah, holy damn, he does really look like that guy. But it wasn't, yeah. and I, mean, I don't know like him. what else this guy's been in. Oh, he was in Quincy. I mean, he was in a Quincy episode. I might have to look. He was in a Love Boat episode. Wow. Oh. Um. Anyway, I guess, sorry, I'm getting off yeah. track. 
I'm just trying to figure out where he came. Who was? Oh, he came in. He was on Happy Days. He was in a couple of Chips episodes as an officer. That seems right. Six million dollars as man. an officer, really? Yeah, like probably you know just for three episodes. They probably tried him out. Like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Wow. All right. A ton of stuff. I I just clicked on his yeah. IMDb and uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Way so let's get back. Things. We're not. I don't, I don't want to be a rip on Captain America episode or the actor episode. Anyway, I, I, um, so yeah, so he goes to meet the guy. He says he's going to meet him at nine, and he's like, yeah, "I got somewhere else. I got to go." F-. Or the guy, the guy was going to be busy. He's like, "Meet me at 9. It's like, "Okay, I got to meet this other guy that keeps trying to get a hold of me." Anyway, no idea again who that guy is, but he's just going to go meet him somewhere. Yeah. Um, and as he leaves, the the guy behind him. The guy in the or the that we saw that was spying on him follows him like really closely too, and then he passes him. I'm like, what is this guy doing? And then he like pulls over in front of him and then just sits on the side of the road. And there's like these construction guys. I'm like, oh, the road's closed. He's gonna it's gonna set up. They're gonna take him out or something. And instead, they tell the guy to go up. They tell Steve to go up the mountain road because this road's closed. They're like, okay. And then they move the barriers to where they're really supposed to be or something, right? Or they didn't want anyone else to go on the mountain road. I think that's what <laughs> yeah. it was. Well, yeah, yeah. So they blocked off the other road, right? Yeah. And then they had <laughs> – so then they call out to a truck that's up there, and it says, hey, he's coming. So this semi goes out onto this mountain road and just starts dumping oil on it. And that's – you know, because he's coming the other way. And this is their plan to get him to crash. Right, right. Good plan. Good plan. Yeah. Um, and and then I and then he does. He does yeah. handle the spin out pretty good. It was a it was a really good oil slick scene. I thought because right. he, he he carried that for uh, look a good sixty at least a seconds. Mile. He was yeah <laughs> he he was spinning. At one point he was driving backwards. <laughs> it was yeah. and it was like around these curves. So right. it was good. Like that was decent. Yeah, yeah. That, that was and then finally scene. he goes over the edge, as they do in every TV show. But it did not explode. I was kind of disappointed in that. No, no, it didn't explode. And, but somehow his shirt gets ripped um, at the shoulder. The, the back it does. Of the shoulder. It gets like shredded, at, like the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, but his bike broke loose. His motorcycle broke loose, so he was able to ride that away. Right. Lucky and that's he where he that goes to meet. Dr. Mills. Right, right. All right, so... That, was that at the security... The uh, National Security Lab? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. And this guy's like, hey, you know me? You're like, And he's like, well, no. And It's like they like, never spoke. even or, Right, but the way he makes it... Like, this guy says, Simon, he worked with his dad... Well, it sounds like he worked with his dad in the past, right? Like when he was yeah. younger, and then he started working with him after his dad died, or started working on this stuff after his dad died. Yeah. So yeah. he was basically continuing Steve's dad's research. Does that sound about right? Do I have that right? Yeah. Yeah, he was carry, carrying that on. Right. And he's some big wig in the government, and he's working on this formula that is dad had created steve's dad um that tapped in it was like 
untapped potential, kind of like the Hulk in a way, except with use without using gamma radiation. Or even the, um, even like the uh, the modern Captain America super serum, right? Super soldier, yeah. Serum and I think that's whatever, you know? quote unquote canon, right? There's some serum that makes them stronger, right? I, right, I'm right. Uh, but anyway, I got a little, I got a clip here where he describes what this stuff does or what it is. Everything we do here is based on your father's primary research. Were you familiar with that at all, Steve? No, he never really talked about it much. I just knew it was very important to him. Your father developed and perfected the ultimate steroid. He synthesized it from his own adrenal gland, and then, through long research, developed a super hormone. He called it FLAG. That's right, F-L-A-G. Full latent ability gain. I'm not sure I'm following you. <laughs> I had to keep that part in there. Because he doesn't seem like he's Sorry. following anything. <laughs> Sorry I wasn't listening. Sorry, I was distracted yeah. by all these mice in here. What is going on? <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that in the recording, but there's a lot of mice noises in the background. What are you doing to these mice? Because yeah. <laughs> they have mice. Like, right, they have the one mouse that's, like, strapped to, like, a weight. He's like, look at how strong he is. Yeah. <laughs> he can pull this weight. <laughs> He's totally weightlifting, yeah. He's and the other mouse is, like, on a wheel. He's like, technically, he's going, like, 50 miles an hour if he was a human. <laughs> yeah. It's like it reminds me of like when you would buy you would buy like a remote control car or like those race control sets with like fifty scale miles an hour. <laughs> like what does <laughs> yeah. that mean? Well you're like, oh that's down. fast. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. fast if you scale it up to full size. But this size it goes a half a mile an hour. Exactly. Um, anyway, and if anyone does anyone if anyone knows Captain America stuff, I should have looked it up but I didn't get around to it because I literally just finished this watching this but is the stuff called flag in the real like was that what it was called in the movie too i don't remember no no i don't think so not in the movie because it just it's kind of a you know flag sounds cool but when you say well it means full latent ability gain i'm like eh, i don't know yeah i'm not sure um, i don't know like in the movie you've got you've got you got shield and you got all that other crap so right like that. exactly I did write down here, <laughs> right after the talk about flag, I just wrote down, Steve is not as smart as his dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he got the brawn and his dad had the brains. Um, so he, they go on about the usual stuff, like people only use 30% of their ability. This allows you to use 100. It's the right. same crap you always used to hear about brain energy, right? You only use right, like right. 10% of your brain. like. Right, I don't think that's not how it works, really. <laughs> like, well, that sucks because we're carrying this thing around. <laughs> right? Why am I carrying around a seven-pound brain if I only need like a two and a half-pound one? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So, t- t- what happens next? He says he developed uh, it out of his own cells, and Steve has these same cells because he's oh, yeah. his kid. But yeah. The 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 thing is here the catch is they've been injecting these mice and the mice turn oh, yeah. badass after that but then they die in two weeks so it's kind of a side effect you, you will die from taking this stuff right um, and so he's thinking that maybe if they could do some tests on steve they can get it to be stable or something like that right right because you know genetics so. right but, exactly and then some lady walks in they talk and then oh <laughs> And I, f- I forgot what her name is off the top of my head now. 
But um, she might just be the secretary. I don't think she was the other person. And Simon says to me, he's like, do you know what a tragedy it was when your dad died? And he's like, well, yeah, it's my dad. <laughs> he's like, you dick, it was my dad. <laughs> he's like, well, I mean to the world, besides you, of course. Like, yeah, right. Maybe you could have worded that a little bit better. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I thought this, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's some clunky dialogue in here. But he says, like, his dad injected himself with the stuff, and it worked, and he was super strong. And he was a crime fighter, basically. And somehow, Steve never knew, which I guess makes sense. That's right. Yeah, you know, when you're a crime fighter, I guess you, you know, especially with the powers like that, you, you kind of hide your identity. Although, Because right. he was bringing down all the bad guys, right? Like all the, the mob yeah. bosses and stuff like that, it sounds like. Right, right. And they're the ones that kind of joked and called him Captain America because he was a goody-goody. Yeah, it was like a mock. They were making a mockery of him, but it was actually kind of a cool name, they thought. So. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, so what? Now you want me to follow my dad's footsteps or something like that? And he's like, I was in the military. I did my time. I've done enough. He's like, I just want to drive the roads. <laughs> Dude, you're like 24. You're going to have right. to get a job. <laughs> he's like, I, he's basically, he's like, I just want to figure out who I am. I find myself. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. yeah. Cause we do find out later what his plan was for his career, basically, um, after the fact. Um Oh, so he says he's gotta go see a friend of mine and he needs some help. Right. You know, or something like that. And Just, so yeah, that right confused here, me. I was confused between Simon and, and then his friend. His friend Hayden. One point I thought they yeah. I thought they were the same person, but they weren't. Right, but. Exactly. Well, it gets more confusing in a little bit. But anyway, yeah. as soon as he says that, he's like, you know, because you could tell where they're going with this. And he's like, hey, I got to go help a friend of mine. You know, I'll talk to you later, whatever. And I'm like, well, that guy's going to die because <laughs> that's going to be <laughs> what drives him to want to actually do it. Right. It's kind of right, like. That'll be the catalyst right there. It's kind of like in one, which Avengers was it when Agent Coulson dies or whatever and they. Oh yeah, and yeah. What's his name? Pretends like those cards were in his jacket, so like it gets them amped right. up to actually want to do something. Yeah, or when Uncle Ben dies in one of the original Spider-Man right trilogies. Exactly. Yeah. Was Uncle Ben? Did they have an Uncle Ben die in the new one? No, I don't think so. Right. No, there's no there's no origin story in the new one, which is kind of a cool concept. So. Yeah, it's I mean, it's twice, not like so. we don't know it by now. Right. Right. <laughs> And plus, All right, you know, so yeah, so his, find someone his, that. Go ahead. Yeah, so his friend, his friend, dies, or he goes there, and he's like dying. Yeah, he's under his desk, dying, because the <laughs> chair moves. He sees the chair move, and he goes over there, and um, and I don't know. This I was still kind of confused here. Does he, he tells him the? Does he, what does he tell him? Like, how does he know what happens here? Well, yeah, so he finds him on the floor, and he's like hiding behind the desk. So I thought like. He, the someone who whoever ransacked the office didn't know he was there. But yeah, so he he's lying on the floor and he's like he says um about his wife Catherine. He mentions his his wife's cat right. who, who who we find out later is dead. And he's like, you know, not save Catherine. He says something about Catherine. I can't remember what he says. But something along those lines. And in the meantime, you could tell there's someone in the closet behind Steve because you could see, like, his viewpoint. 
I'm like, right. so wait, how did he get under the desk if the guy was still there? I was confused by that. Um, but then Steve tries to call the cops, and the phone is dead because his wires were cut. So he runs right. downstairs, and then the guy who was in the closet kind of sneaks out of the closet, grabs a like a spy camera that was on the counter on the desk, and a like right. a Rolodex thing, and leaves. Somehow just yeah. gets right past Steve. I don't know how he gets out of the house for sure. And, and and at one point Steve had picked that up off the desk and looked at it, and then he set it back down. Yeah, the and camera. Left, right. He, yeah. Then he left the room, and the other guy takes it. So I was like, damn. Right. <laughs> bad bad luck on that. But yeah. And then um, what? So we go to the oil company headquarters. And uh, I I just mentioned that there's a lot of familiar people's faces in this oil company. Um, one I'll mention right off the bat is the guy who plays uh, one of the heavies that tries to kill Steve is uh, Lance Legault, who is from the A-Team. The guy is always trying to catch him. Ah, I didn't notice. For whatever reason, I'm blanking on that the character's name right now. But yeah, you know, Colonel Decker. That's what. It is. Yeah, right. So he's yeah, one of the I guys. Didn't catch and that. then the, yep. yeah, and then the guy who's who's a oil company is Steve Forrest. Um. Oh shoot! What was it that? Oh, SWAT. He was from SWAT, the original SWAT oh, really? in the seventies. Yeah. Interesting. He was like a special guest in this one. But it's like one of those things you like you see this guy like, oh I know who that guy is. Oh I know who that guy. Yeah. Is. And then um so what happens? So the cops come, right? Um cops come where? Oh no, no, wait, sorry. We're at oil company headquarters. Yeah. Right. Because he that this guy's like, So did you get the film? They're like, Oh, the camera was empty. And he's like, Well, did they get the information? And he's like so basically, the guy who went there to get the film that they needed killed the guy who had the could tell them where the film was, and now they don't know where the film is. So they just know it's kind of it's there somewhere. They just don't know where. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And they did notice. They said, "Hey, Steve also showed up, even though they thought he was dead because he went off the cliff, and he right. didn't. And these are the guys that pushed or sent him off the cliff, and." They, uh, but this just gets weird. It gets weird. The guy who was in there knows Steve was told something by the guy who was dying, Hayden, and they have to get him, find him, and kill him before he gets the flag serum. So somehow they know about this flag serum that Steve is gonna possibly get injected with at some point. Right. Right. Yeah. So th- I guess that explains why they tried to off him early. Because they're, you know, they're trying to avoid the next roadblock, you know, someone, right. someone that can stop them. And I but will Steve, say, you know, they do explain how they know about flag serum. They do kind of explain it offhandedly, but I'll get to that. But yeah, but Steve almost has no idea what's going on at this point. Feels like. <laughs> no, no. I'm starting to think Steve might not be the best person for this job, um, <laughs> at least without some sort of assistance um, right. to go along with them. Right. <laughs> um, anyway, so what happens? Oh, the the bracket guy who owns the oil company, he goes into some clean room. Some guy's in there, and he's you know they're just talking. Basically, they're trying to build a neutron bomb, and they need the film 
for the last piece of how to put it together or something like that. Right. They just go into a bunch it, of technical jargon. Yeah. Because really, would you start building a neutron bomb without having the whole design ready? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, we'll, you you know, would we'll think, just pull right? the pieces together as we go. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what? I think I got. I think I got this. I mean, what's sure. the worst that can happen? It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they right. just take out a whole city block. No big deal. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So now then, uh, what happens? The Oh, okay, so they're at the house now, right? We're back at the house. And there's a guy there asking him questions, and he works for the FBI. And he's like, how do you know Hayden? And he's like, oh, you know, we were good friends, blah, 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 blah. And he's his dad, uh, he was good friends with his dad, right? And then he tells him that his wife's name is Catherine, and she died in a plane crash. Right. So the weird thing is... Is Hayden and Simon know each other? They work together, right? right? Right, right. They work like not in the same thing we were just in before, but they they know each other. They work together. Yeah, they, they know each other. Right. That they didn't. The other person didn't know there was something going on. Right. <laughs> Does that right, make sense? Right. Like yeah. Simon didn't know anything about. Them. Yeah, but I like. To be a hundred percent transparent, at this point in the show, I was like, "Holy crap, <laughs> this show sucks!" Like, yeah. it was, and and I want to say, like, it wasn't, it didn't suck because it was nineteen seventy nine. It wasn't all the technology. It probably this is what I'm. There's my theory. I'm just gonna take us a, a pause here for a minute. I think no, it ahead. sucked because I think it sucked because one, I don't remember it like. It wasn't like the Spider-Man one, which I'm sure sucked also, but I remembered it, so it was like awesome to see it again. Right. And then, so t- this to me was like seeing it for the first time, and it and it just wasn't g- well done. I thought it wasn't great. No. And then if I had seen it, of course I would probably would have idolized it and thought it was great, but I just don't remember it. I don't know. And then I, don't, I still don't I think, think you would have. <laughs> I don't know. And then not enough happened. What was? I thought I had two reasons why I thought it sucked, but I might just be that one reason for right now. Okay. But if the other one comes to me, I'll let you know. Okay. But yeah. I just, Back to our story. Right. Yeah. So they're, they're in the office where, you know, the guy was killed and they tell Steve, hey, look around the room. Is anything different from when you were in here when you found him? At first I thought they meant, is there anything different from the last time you were in here as in 10 years ago? <laughs> which I'm like, how's he going to remember? But they meant literally right. from when you were in here before you called the cops and the cops came. And he's like, no, they're like, take your time, look around. He's like, oh, yeah, there was a camera here. And there was this calendar here. And they're like, okay. So they know that something was taken. Right. And at this point, the daughter shows up. They were trying to get a hold of her, but apparently she just showed up at the house anyway. And she's freaked out, obviously, understandably. And then we cut to the doctor leave and say, hey, I gave her a sedative, but I recommend her going to the hospital. I'm like, what? <laughs> I know what? it's the 70s. Right. Like, they automatically think every woman's going to be hysterical and they just <laughs> need to be like institutionalized when something bad happens, you know? They, 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 right. they start them off with a sedative and then institutionalize them. <laughs> now, I understand this, is, this. She's a girl and it's going to be hard. 
I would think the better thing would be like, hey, is there like an ant or something that could come over right. instead of throwing her in the hospital and drugging her up, right? Like a, a relative of some sort that could come and stay with her. Right. That I seems know. like a better idea than just filling her full of Valium and... Yeah, you know. they they weren't they didn't have that training that sensitivity training back then. <laughs> I guess but. that. I guess that everyone glamorizes how the doctors used to come to your house, but all they gave yeah. you was drugs. All they did was yeah, they dope you up. And although I did see something so, where they were talking about like housewives in the fifties and sixties, like how do they do it? How do they be dressed up and do all this stuff to like drugs and alcohol? <laughs> they were yeah. getting hammered while they were at home. It was like uh, that, that Rolling Stones, you know, Mother's Little Helper, you know. Right, exactly. Um, anyway, so where are we at here? Something something happens somewhere. Are we here yet where he gets – somehow he gets in another accident or something happens to him? No, not yet. We're not there yet. Uh, okay. That's very <laughs> So I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. No, first what happens here is the FBI dude leaves, and Steve's like, all right, dude, what's going on? How, how are you involved – are you part of the FBI or what? And I, I want to play it. I actually have a clip, I think, here, because I just thought it was kind of interesting how they did this here. Um, yeah, right? This one? Yeah, here it is. What exactly does being in charge of these projects really mean? How do you really figure in all this? Let's say that Barbara and I work for the same boss. FBI? No. My classification is a little more complex than that. Don't explain I just don't want to get involved. We're all involved in this one, Steve. I like how he asks him how he's in, what he's in. I don't want to know. <laughs> you just asked me. <laughs> it's already too complicated for me. Please stop talking. Look, I you've already lost me when you said above the FBI because I can't <laughs> think of anything it's, above the FBI. <laughs> it's confusing. Please stop. Uh, anyway, um, so okay, so he asked what the what was Hayden working on and he's like he was the director of the most secret project we have which he then immediately tells Steve what this most secret project is mind you Steve doesn't work for this agency at all (laughs) no he's just a dude they are very hard and loose or fast and loose I should say not hard and loose fast and loose with the secrets around here but they're working on a neutron bomb I'm like, oh, some secret, because these other people are already working right. on something, too. <laughs> well, that's why. Loose lip sync ships. So. Right. So they know that someone's trying to get information from Hayden, the Hayden guy that was killed. But they're right. not sure if he was a traitor, like if he was doing this of his own volition or what. And Steve's like, hey, I know he's not a traitor, blah, 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 blah. And Simon walks away, and Captain America, again, pulls a little... A picture frame off the fireplace to look at it, and it's like the tiniest little picture ever of three people <laughs> like that. Like on the big, I got this giant mantle. There's like this tiny little picture. <laughs> it cracked me up. And then the phone rings, and this is what you're talking about because it's say he's like, "Hey, I'm a friend. I know what happened. Come meet me at some random gas station, and I'll tell you what happened." He's like, "Okay." Yeah, <laughs> I'll be right there. 
And this is where we definitely hear, I should have recorded it, some Greatest American Hero slash A-Team music as he's driving on his motorcycle to the gas station. Yeah. And I I don't know why, but I don't have in my notes exactly what happened with the with the the accident or how, what happened. Like oh, so. Off the road. But he, he did go off the another gas cliff, right? Right. So he goes to the gas station. The guys pull up and blind him with the lights. They're like, hey, who are you guys? And they're like, where's Hayden's film strip or film? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. They're like, we, hey, we know that he talked to you before he died. He's like, how do you know that? And they're like, I don't have to explain that. And then <laughs> what's with all the questions? Kind of slowly gets on his motorcycle and takes off. And they're like, oh, my God, I didn't think he'd do that. <laughs> and then a chase starts. And I, this is where I wrote, I'm like, we are only 35 minutes into this thing. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be a pain and then there's a long motorcycle chase and this is where but this one wasn't planned it looks like some pickup pulls out in front of him and he launches off a cliff and this time the motorcycle explodes you see him down there you see the guy in the pickup look down at him and and like I said I don't think this was a setup he just looked down at him he's like I'm out of here (laughs) fucking leaves right right (laughs) At least that's what they made it seem like. They made it seem yeah. like he just took off. Now, granted, he didn't hit him, so it wasn't a hit and run. But no, still. <laughs> still, you know, yeah, you don't. I mean, but I could be wrong. He was probably ha- because, yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong because he did end up in a hospital next. That's where we show we go next. He's in he, surgery, yeah, like the six right. million dollar man. Like, yeah, exactly. He's in surgery. And it's not going well. And uh, I think at some point he actually flatlines, right? Like, Well, the doctor said he's like, he's not doing well. He's, you know, he's not going to make it basically. And that's when Simon goes out to talk to his daughter who works with him. He's like, hey, he's medically dead now. I think we need to inject him with this stuff. That's his only hope. And she's <laughs> like, what? She's like, he's like, he's going to die anyway. Because she's all... We haven't tested this on humans yet, you know. He's like, we don't have a choice. And then he flatlines after. Yeah, and that's when he flatlines after he gets the injection from them. And then immediately grabs his hand because he came back to life, just like Frankenstein's monster. Exactly. And she's like, he's like, quick, get a blood sample. Yeah, right. And at first, I thought it was gonna be like one of those things where she's not gonna be able to stick a needle in him already, you know? Oh yeah, or something it bends. like that. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. No. But um, instead, she takes it to the microscope, and she could already see that there's no rejection. They show like an image of two things like coming together, like Legos pieces, basically. Like perfect, perfect unison. Yeah. Great. And then he's awake. And yeah, and then they explain to him, right? That kind of what they did, and right. Um, I, I I don't I don't know if this was right away, but at some point there's like a, a shot of him where he's like making a couple of fists, and he, he's like looking at his hands, smiling. That's in a few minutes, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. all right. But right, okay, I jump ahead. <laughs> no, no, not much. No, no, it's it's in the scene because all he does yeah. is he's still in the hospital bed and he tells Simon about the truck incident that happened earlier. He's like, I wish you had told me about that sooner. He's like, Why? He's like, Who's mad at me? I'm like, Who says that? 
<laughs> like about when people are trying to kill you. Who's mad at me? Who's so mad um, at me? And then he's like, there's something I have to tell you. And he tells him that he injected him with this flag serum. And Steve's kind of pissed because he's like, you know, I didn't give you your okay. Right. And he's like, you know, am I going to be dead in two weeks? You know, he wants some kind of guarantee. And, you know, he makes a good point that he's conscious now because he wants him to be like, to like work for them. He's like, right. I'm conscious now. Yeah, you did that when I was unconscious. Okay, fine. But I'm conscious now. I get to make my own choice. And I think that's a very valid point. Yeah. And, and it seemed very intelligent. Which which I will say Steve Austin did not get that choice, even though he was conscious after that. They're like, True. Uh, you are going to work for us because you owe us $6 million. <laughs> right. We've got an investment in you, and uh, you're going to work it off. Um, yeah. You were not awake for this, but you signed a contract. <laughs> yeah. It's just your blood. Uh, it's binding. Trust me. Yeah, he's, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, right. this is exactly what you're talking about. Where he <laughs> makes us do this, and he, he, and then, then the bad guy just walks in. The guy that like tried to kill him three times already. Yeah. And he's got a yeah, gun. Yeah, by now they should, they should have some kind of uh, surveillance on him, like. Uh, yeah, like armed security at the door or something. Right. Well, plus, where is this at? Because is this just at a regular hospital or is this like at a secure lab facility? I don't. I don't know. Because yeah, you stroll in with a gun. Guy just waltzed in. Yeah, that's what. I thought it was kind of weird. Um. So what happens now? Oh, Th- then they take him. They take him right to like their secret yeah. hideout. <laughs> to a meatpacking plant. Th- Right, to the meatpacking plant, where they kind of rough them up a little bit, trying to find out where the film is. Right. But my question was, where did those clothes come from that he had on? Because that's not what he was wearing when he was almost killed in his motorcycle no, accident. No, no, right? It's like they yeah, stopped like at Walmart and picked yeah, something yeah, up for some, him. Yeah, like, sweater vest on and, like, he was going yeah. to church or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. I'm... I'm no, no. So, so I know they like they were punching him and kind of knocking him around and stuff. But I wonder, like, at one point they hit him and he like fell down. But then a little, little later they hit him again and he just kind of stood there. Right. Um, he realized it didn't was hurt. He fake. Yeah. Was he faking the first time or was he just like, oh, that doesn't really hurt? Yeah. Oh, I don't need to fall down to my knees. I don't know. I don't know. Right. But yeah, and then so you know he breaks he breaks the ropes that he's kind of tied his hands tied behind his back so he breaks the the ropes and he's just start he's swinging you know he <laughs> hits a couple of guys and then he he ends up using like the sides of beef or whatever they are and crushing people with them he was like <laughs> sliding them into them and crushing them between them which was you know it's a tough way to go if you're gonna. Right, gonna die. But now, mind you, this uh, was a TV show, so no one dies. They're just, <laughs> no one dies. You know, we'll they're just no knocked dies, out. Right. <laughs> How were you killed? A uh, side of beef. <laughs> <laughs> Came at me at sixty miles an hour. You mean you ate uh, a side of beef and you died from a heart attack? No, I was crushed by a side of beef. Right. <laughs> and then uh, there was some more of that weird music in here in this scene too. Yeah. In the, yeah, in the, in the fight, fight scene. scene. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where he calls the cops and says, "Hey, you better get over here and hurry up. They uh, they're getting a bad case of frostbite." 
you know that was the knee yeah. slapper of it you know that's supposed that to be was. some of the humor um that's that's steve then, rogers humor right the famous steve rogers humor and then we cut to uh he's on the rocks in the ocean drawing a picture and he's like yeah. oh you're very simon's like oh you're very talented he's like yeah this is what i wanted to do until you came along i'm like dude you are not going to make a living on this i mean making right. a living in art is hard already but i don't know it just seems like his drawings just weren't gonna be yeah i don't know they weren't gonna carry him for sure <laughs> no but and that whole beach scene was awkward it was like him and simon on the beach on the rocks and he's drawn it was like it would have talking been about his dad if it, yeah. If it was a girl there, like if Simon right. was a girl, both but, in their bears, their bare feet walking, yeah, right, yeah, no, it was, it was like it was like a moment, right, but, and then he like kind of tells the story about his what his dad did to to Steve, you know, Simon tells him, right, and again, kind of weird they never talked about it, but I guess I understand that, and then tells him how they called him Captain America, you know, bad guys meant it as a joke, but he's stuck, blah 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 blah, and he asked him to come to work for him. He's like, only four people will know. And I'm like, really, though? Because you told this guy about the neutron bomb pretty quickly. <laughs> and everybody um, seems to know, right? And then he's like, well, here. And he hands him a picture that's Captain America. I'm like, wait, did he draw that while they were talking? Did he draw it like that fast? Because it literally, like, yeah, they sat down at like... one point and he was, like, sketching. And then he hands him a picture. I'm like, that's not how art works. <laughs> right. I mean, you could do a sketch fast, but this was more than a sketch, you know? This was like a yeah detailed drawing of a Captain America outfit. You know? Right, exactly. And, uh, and it was pretty cool Captain America outfit, I thought. Yeah, yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, and then what here? Now we're back at the oil company. And they say in 24 hours they'll be on their way. And they want someone to keep an eye on Steve Rogers. Because they've been, you know, pretty successful at that so far. <laughs> yeah. Um, taking care of him. Um, maybe they need a few more people to take care of him. Um, but the, the um, what's his name, guy? Um, not butcher. What was his name? The guy, the oil company guy. Why Bracket? am I blanking on Bracket? Mr. Yeah, Bracket. Yeah. I'm thinking of butcher because of the meat packing. Because of the meat packing. Yeah. <laughs> and still, anyway. we're like, we're like an hour in here, and there's no yeah. like there Nothing has not has been Captain America. <laughs> right. So he's like, hey, I, the film's got to be at the house. He had no friends th- to give it to, so it's got to be there. And the person that was in there with him was like, but there's going to be so many cops there. He's like, I, I've got an idea. And back at the beach, now a different time, I guess. It's a different day. Because now he's with the girl, who I think was Simon's daughter, right? Steve, Steve at the beach? I. I thought it was that, is it that secretary, or not the secretary, but wasn't she like, she worked at the lab or whatever, right? She worked at the lab, right, but I thought it was, I thought it was his daughter. Oh, I, is it I don't not know. his daughter? I didn't make that connection. I don't know. Wait, hold on. I'm look, what was her name again in the show, in the movie? Don't know that either. <laughs> oh, no, it was what, Dr. Wendy Day. I guess it wasn't her daughter. Oh, yeah, doctor. Yeah, daughter. she was a doctor. Right? Never mind. I thought it was his yeah. daughter. I don't know why. Something led me to believe that, but I guess right. I was wrong. Oh, no, no, no. He he does tell her, hey, why don't you go talk to the daughter and get to know her? 
Right, but I meant before. I thought he made it. Made it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Simon shows up at the beach again, and you know, well, they kind of kiss real quick. That's why I thought it was his daughter because he seemed like he was mad about it. But he's like, yeah, go to their, their house, talk to her, you know, make friends. Maybe she knows something. And um, then she leaves, and he's like, so Steve, you make a decision yet? And I'm like, dude, that's like a day, All right? But we see a bad guy watching from the perch. It's a different bad guy this time. And um, he's like, come on, I want to show you something. And Simon takes Steve to his wep- secret weapons lab, I guess. Just, you know, he's going to let him see all the all the secrets. Right. Well, he's like, didn't he say something like, oh, you know, we fixed your van and whatever. No, he didn't even say anything until he got there. Then he sees the van. And he's like, yeah, we fixed it. All right. Is it? Like, oh yeah, we made a few enhancements or something. Right. Exactly. Or extra features. <laughs> I don't know. But like the big extra feature was the motorcycle <laughs> that like is built into the side panel of the inside of the the van. And so right. Because yeah, because it looks like when you look at it, you're like, oh, there's like a like not a fridge. It looked look like a maybe a TV was it supposed to be or like a microwave? I don't know what it was supposed to be. And something else. But yeah, then it f- unfolds in his motorcycles, and they're like, so that was all useless? You can't use any of that stuff? Right. <laughs> and it takes like five minutes for that thing to open up and the thing, the thing to come out. Right. And that's where, like, one of my, my sons is like, what's the point of that? That takes too long. <laughs> like, you know what? You're right. But, um, but I guess he didn't want to put it on the back to advertise. I don't know. Yeah. What's that? And once it's in place, though, it, there's like a jetpack that shoots it out the back. So right, actually, I have a, a makes clip up for where lost he, time there. I have a clip where he uh, describes the motorcycle. So here, hold on. Okay. Hey, this thing scramble eggs on Sunday too, <laughs> and it whistles Dixie. How do you get it out of here? Rocket assist for launch out of the van, and jet assist for high speed acceleration. There's a switch under here, keeps it standard. You flip it back and it's whisper silent. Now look. The material and the aerodynamic design of the shield is really interesting. It's bulletproof and a rather deadly weapon. And then he sends it off like a little frisbee and it just like floats in the air and comes back. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, it's a deadly weapon. You're right, he throws it. And it, it floats through the air and go, softly comes back to them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was expecting it to, like, ex, you know, smash into a rock or something. And, like, right, exactly. To, you know. Take someone's head off. Right. And I did. Actually, I, I think I sent you a clip of. Remember I sent you a clip? <laughs> I think it's from the, the second movie. Scenes? I think it's from the uh, second movie because none of these action scenes happened in this movie. No, no, very few. Yeah, you're right. I was waiting for <laughs> that. Think too. about it. I think one of them, one of them might have happened. Like, yeah. Because um, there was wasn't definitely very, very, almost zero action in this right. action movie. Right. Um, right. But I did want to point out that I did think it was funny, two things about this motorcycle. One, it has rocket assist to get out. So, like, basically you're launch, you're exhausting a rocket inside the van. So, isn't that just going to, like, burn everything up? Right. And... How come it only has jet assist for speed? It should be the other way around. You get more. Right. Maybe you can leave the jet on longer. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I did like how, too, like like it pops out. You see from the outside of the van, 
like you see it it's like barely fits in there and then he's like okay yeah. and then he gets somehow he gets on it inside the car <laughs> yeah. and launches out i'm not sure how he fits <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I, I don't know either. and then when he's driving it and he flips it into silent mode yeah again here's the wisdom the wisdom of a teenager my son says <laughs> Why does it even have a regular mode? Why wouldn't it always want to be silent? I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Why would you maybe it uses put it more in gas? Loud mode? <laughs> I don't know. But I was like, you know, that's a good point. It would be good if it was just silent. It's like the whisper mode on uh, uh, Blue Thunder. Yeah. True. Um, but anyway, and again, so back now, to that shield. Yeah, that shield was like plex was made of like plexiglass. So far from the. I don't know what what is it made of vibranium. In, in the Marvel movie vibranium, yeah. So, yeah, uh, wasn't quite as cool. Vibranium. No. Definitely was not as cool. Bulletproof still, but right, yeah. Um, so now we get to see a riding montage. That's probably at least oh also gosh. three minutes long. Like it was a way long, too long. <laughs> way too long, and then yeah. So like, remember he is in like some. He's in a gated secure area supposedly that he's riding on i never you never see him leave this gated secure area so it should all no. still be in this gate secure literally out of nowhere a helicopter comes i'm like oh maybe this is part of the test and then right. the guy is shooting at him out of the helicopter i'm like where is the fucking security <laughs> right and he is shooting at him for like 10 minutes like <laughs> right. this thing goes on it Never gets close. I mean, and at some points he's like at the same level, and I'm like, "There's no way he could miss this shot." Right. And he still doesn't. He doesn't hit the guy. Well, he doesn't and compensate like you said, for the movement. You he, know? He's in. <laughs> he's in the secure facility. Like, where's the security? Like, there's no one right. coming to help. Right. You know, there's no no cars until they get to somewhat close to Simon again. Right. But even then, <laughs> like it looked like Simon was watching him the whole time. Like he they panned to him and like you see his facial expressions like he was happy yeah. with the motorcycle. Like he, I'm like, did he not hear the helicopter or see the helicopter? <laughs> Can you not see what's happening there? And then but at one at one point he just finally he's like, MPs and then they drive you know, they were right. like there with him the whole time. <laughs> right. I don't they probably should have been following him. I don't know, but Yeah. Or something, <laughs> but yeah. um, but then Captain America or Steve hits a ramp that just happens to be oh, right yes. next to the, the, right the next to where ramps. the helicopter yeah. is. Yeah, and this ramp he launches on it and he jumps off the motorcycle and grabs the helicopter and climbs in, and basically throws one guy out and takes his gun and forces the other guy to make him land. Right. And, and I'm then, sure he destroyed the bike during, you know, by no, abandoning it. Yeah, I'm sure it's got some sort of autopilot. Don't worry about it. Um, okay. Uh, and then uh, the funny thing is, is like, you know, he, as soon as he lands, he gets down on the ground. And, you know, Simon's like, we've waited nine years for this. And I still can't believe it. I'm like, wait, what? What do you mean? Um, But anyway, so then they have a little talk because, oh, while he was in the motorcycle, he could hear the voices in the helicopter. Oh, right. And he's like, That's hey, right. I was could. able to hear, but I got to play this clip because, just because, of this delivery in this one part. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you hear it. I could see everything, and I could hear them even over the sound of the chopper. Of course, we should have anticipated that. How much more? 
in game will there be? Well, you've attained maximum capability by now. From here on, it's just discovering what that really means. Learning to adapt to it. How to live with it. Yeah. That'll be the tough part. Yeah. How much more gain will there be? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Was there a, I, was there I, a director on the set? Like, cut. Let's do this I'm again. Sure. Um, that was choppy. That was a choppy yeah. scene. And it's true. He, he will have to learn with to to live with it, right? You know, because that was remember that was Jamie Summers' problem, right? She was having problems, like processing her bionics and some stuff it was going goofy on her right right same idea exactly we can um what's that we could relate to that yeah not personally but no right because i've never been superhuman strength no but i can understand how it would be a problem yeah right um so now we go back to uh hayden's house and we see Brackett back there with Tina, his daughter. And so apparently right, they know right. each other. Yep. Because Brackett has done work and stuff with Hayden, which we're just finding this out now for some reason. Right, right. And he's like trying to say, hey, do you think he could have hidden something here somewhere for you to find and some case something happened to him, you know, think about it, you know, any kind think of... Think about a time, thing. maybe when you were a child and you right. hit something somewhere. Right. Did you ever play hide-and-go-seek with your dad in the house? <laughs> and then she thinks of fishing and turns out that he hid the film in a hollow part of a fishing rod. Right. So, and, they fi- and he finds it. Brackett finds it. Yeah. And then... Puts it in his pocket, and right then the doorbell rings. And so they go to see who it is, and Tina's like, I don't know who it is. He's like, oh, I do. She, you know, she's from, she, he didn't say she's from, she say, he say, oh, boy. Did he say hey. she is from the government that they can help her? I think that's what I he don't said. know. Something like said. that. He said something like how <laughs> she can help. So she would open the door. And then she does, but he kind of stands behind the door. So you know something's not going to happen well, and then he's got a gun, and that's the end of them. Right. Not the end of them, I should say. <laughs> that's the end of that scene. The end of that scene, All right. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't make it sound so dire. And, yeah, um, and then we're back in the other lab with Simon and Steve, and they're like, when's the last time Wendy checked in? He's like, got oh, 12 hours ago. I'm like, maybe you should have checked in before 12 hours ago? Because he's like, either they figured out something, or they're still working on it. I'm like, I think you probably would have talked to him before 12 hours. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's like, and like it would be like four in the morning now or something. And honestly, at this point, it felt like I was watching this for 12 hours. Because I was like, <laughs> what what's happening? I'm like, something happened. Like, I, I just right. need to, I need to conclude. I need this to move on and end. But uh, it just wasn't happening fast enough for me yet. No. Um, and then. This is where Brackett calls them and tells them not to do anything. But Steve could hear something in the background. He can hear oh, yeah. the trucking calls. Now, right, mind right. you, he doesn't say anything about hearing that right away. He just hears it. Right. And um, 
then we see that the oil company doctor guy, whatever, is putting the finishing touches on the bomb. And they're planning to meet in Phoenix with the bomb and do what? We don't know. They're, well, they were planning to detonate it, right, at 11.58. Right, but, but we don't know specifics, right? We just know that they're going to blow right. it up, but that's about it, Not right? Not sure why. Yeah, right. No. So now what? The FBI guy shows up and asking about the call, and it's then finally that Steve has, says, oh, by the way, I did hear something, you know, about a truck. I'm like, dude, yeah. you got to tell them this information right away because time counts here. And... So this is when now where Simon finally figures out, like, wait a minute, oil company. It's like Brackett owns an oil company. He works with Hayden all the time on other projects, giving money to stuff. He's like, he must know what Hayden was working on. I'm like, does anyone keep any secrets in this company? <laughs> right? Uh, no wonder there's so much trouble in the world. Right. And... um you know, the FBI and Simon immediately want to go into the oil companies. Steve's like, no, we can't. They're going to be waiting for us. And, you know, he makes the FBI guy leave. And, you know, Steve says, hey, you know, he's like, or actually he gives him the new suit, right? Well, he's he's like, Steve's like, you know what? Hey, look, we're, we're going to do this, but I'm going in by myself. Yeah. He's like, okay. And then he pulls it up in the file cabinet where he had stored this gigantic box with this Captain America, right? In it like one of those old it. clothing boxes you only see like in TV and movies, where it's like this big right. box that you get when you buy clothes. Where now, when you go to buy some clothing at a store, you got to beg them for a box around Christmas time. <laughs> right. Do you have any boxes? <laughs> no, we're all out. What Please. do you mean? <laughs> How am I going to wrap this coat? <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh. So yeah. So he. But he tells Simon, it's like, hey, you got to hold these people back if I go. Because I got to go alone. He's like, okay, fine. Just as long as you wear my costume. And it turns out to be what Steve drew for him. So, again, how they made it so fast, I don't know. But they made it like in a day. I mean, this guy just has like everyone has a disposal to do anything at a moment's (laughs) notice. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's that's that branch of the government. You can do that. Right, exactly. Whatever it is, they have carte blanche to do whatever they need to do. Right. So then what? We see the bracket guy is getting like a heart rate monitor on, right? Because if his heart stops, the bomb goes off. They're putting this switch on him so that if if he dies, the bomb goes off automatically. Right, until he disarms it, yeah. Right, right. And then um, Steve... Oh, yeah. Then Steve goes to the oil company in his very inconspicuous blue van. Um, right. And he goes right through, not through a secure gate, mind you, but like some delivery gate, which, whatever. It's just wide open. Right. And he seems to drive for a while, <laughs> but then he just, I don't know, he's still on the property. And then he launches out I'm not the sure back, that, back of the motorcycle. Yeah, I'm not sure the, the whole plan. But he, he drives around in the van, then switches to the motorcycle. Right. Yes, exactly. And he puts it in silent mode, and he jumps over the ledge and over some security guards, right? And then over some right more security guards. Right, right. right. And then he, then he ru- comes, runs around, and he knocks this pipe off, and he just opens this spigot, and all this oil comes out, and these three stooges cops come running around the corner and wipe and, out on the oil 
And did you see, like, when he was doing it, how he had that, like, smile on his face? <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, I'm going to get these guys I'm back de- for wrecking my I'm van. I'm so devious. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they wipe out. And then, then he goes after this guy in the lab coat who comes running, like, as the fourth guy. Right. And he, he, he grabs the guy with the lab coat, you know, by the collar. And he's like, where are the girls? And, you know, <laughs> he's like, I don't know. They're in the back. And then he, like, gives him an extra shake. And apparently... <laughs> The guy, the guy's like, it's, they're okay. They're okay. Like the shake was like, I guess I'll kill you if something, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the shake was, but the guy knew how to respond to the shake. Right. And then, uh, I, you know, I don't know what happened to that guy. The but doctor? It looked like, yeah. He, well, because then just, he brings him to Bra- uh, to Beckett's lab or Brackett. What's his name again? <laughs> Brackett's Brackett, lab. Yeah. And he busts open some safe. Like, the guy helps him open up some safe and grabs, like, his files. Like, his, right. you know, crime files that all the crime people keep. Like, with all their devious plans they're going to do. And he's like, come on, little man. And, he, you know, he's like, take me to the girls. And he takes them over there. And this is where he kind of, like, shakes them and asks them, where's the neutron bomb? Where are they going to go? He's like, it's at noon. They're all going to die. And then he passes out because he's, like, strangling them with his shirt, I think. I- Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Like, was it like shaking baby syndrome? I mean, it looked like the guy died because he just like shakes him and then he just kind of right. like goes. Well, yeah, but then that's when falls he, to the he, he you do see uh, Steve check his pulse to make sure he didn't die. Yeah, I was thinking he he had no pulse, but yeah, no, no, I, I read did. it because later Mike, they do. Mention I read into that, it my way. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> later they do mention in passing that they have that doctor and he won't give up any more information. Yeah, it's because he's dead. Yeah. But. Yeah, right. Yeah, they don't <laughs> say that part. Yeah, he's not right. talking. Because he's dead. <laughs> right. I don't want to tell Steve and make him feel bad. <laughs> right. He'll cry. <laughs> then he won't be Captain America. Um, but they figure out that it's going to be in a truck, the bomb, because of how big it is. So they know based bomb. on how much time that they have, because the guy said something about a certain amount of time, that they can get like 500 miles. So this is where... Simon goes to Wendy and says, hey, is your computer working? And she's like, yeah. Like, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, Grant, it's 1979. Yeah. Computers are probably different than maybe they only worked like once a week. I don't know. Right. Um, so he goes, picks up the phone that's there, and talks into the phone like he's talking to an operator. He's like, he has to give a voice print first, so he has to say like a phrase. And then he's like, I want all... I don't know. What does he say? Something like all big targets within 500 miles of Los Angeles or something like that. And then yeah, he right. puts the phone on the modem. Like then it's going to transfer the data to him. It's just, I mean, I guess that's probably how modems did kind of work. Then you probably had to talk first and say, all right, now I'm going to hook up the modem. I, I don't know. Yeah. I never had one that yet. You, you wait, you had one you had a cradle for though, right? Didn't you? No, or no, my, I know. Just like you did uh, right after, like the the next technology where you could actually just oh, flip okay. the switch and plug your phone okay. into a card. But yeah, okay. Vaguely, but, I, yeah. I thought I remembered you having like one of the cradle things, but no, those. Um, yeah, a couple we're not that old, yeah. I guess. Yeah, almost though. Within <laughs> yeah. months of that, we just missed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, they figure out that it's probably this gold repository in Phoenix because there's a billion dollars in gold there. And then, <laughs> did you catch this? I don't know if you did, but Captain America said, or Simon, or Steve says to Simon, "Like, can you still jock a helicopter?" 
And I'm like, what? He means fly, I guess. Like, right, right. And he's like, that's something you don't forget. I'm like, no, it kind of is. <laughs> you kind of <laughs> have to keep flying those to, you know, be curt and qualified to fly one. It's not just I like. I say. Yeah. Because like maintain your hours, right? Because like Steve won. Remember, Steve never met Simon. So how he knows? I mean, he does ask him, "Can he do it?" And he says it's something you never forget. But, but we have no idea right. on Simon's backstory, nor does Simon. So I mean, no, nor does right. Steve. Do, so <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and damn it, it's still like, not over yet. No, <laughs> at this point, I'm like, come yet. on. And we still haven't even seen him in his barely in his costume right um, but he's like yeah we, we got to get the biggest or the fastest helicopter and that's just like some generic helicopter that they're flying around right. um but they're flying like they're like wait he won't be on the highway he'll be on the back roads so then they go on these back roads and then they find it steve sees it first because of his excellent vision and it, yes it's enhanced vision right and then <laughs> I wrote down here, I go, oh, first of all, I, I put down two notes that I thought were funny. So they do show the truck, and they show two guys driving the truck, and then there's the bomb in the back, and Bracket is in the back with the bomb. I'm like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. No, right? Um, He's in the back with the bomb reading a book. He's like sitting <laughs> in a chair reading a book. Right. I'd have motion sickness from being in that windowless thing, sitting sideways and jostled all around. But anyway, but I also wrote in my notes here, I go, lots of helicopter flying. Oh, my God. Just fucking get there. (laughs) (laughs) Again, there were those scenes where like filler. Yeah, there's like watch him ride the motorcycle for 20 minutes. (laughs) Watch him fly the helicopter for 20 minutes. Right. So then they finally land. And, you know, they land behind a hill, of course, and he comes flying out with a motorcycle with some triumphant music, and he finally catches up to it. These guys don't ever look in their mirrors to see that there's someone behind him, even though they're carrying a bomb and they know there are people trying to find them. And he just climbs on top. Mind you, at this point, I literally was falling asleep while watching this. Yeah. Yeah, I it, was trying so hard to keep my eyes open and take notes at the same time. I am surprised nowhere in my notes is it just like a thousand E's going across the street. <laughs> like, I, I, I hand wrote this. So I do have like a point where there's just a line that goes down the page. <laughs> yeah, I used to do that all the time in school. You're taking notes and it's just like scribble. And it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's exactly exactly what portions of my notes look like. So, um. <laughs> uh, all right. So he gets on top of the he gets on top of the semi, and he takes out his walkie-talkie because he's gonna keep. Mike's still laughing hysterically, but he and then he, so he pulls out like this six-foot antenna out of the walkie-talkie, and then he's like yelling into the thing he's like i'm on the top of the truck yeah. and he's like right above Can you hear the me inside there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like he's gonna give himself away but uh but he doesn't so he puts the antenna back down and uh you know oh and then he, he bends one of the exhaust pipes right to fill the back of the truck up with right exhaust. there's a big yeah vent 
in the back so he the guy in the back can get air. And then he <laughs> and that guy you know, the smoke is coming in, he's choking, he picks up the radio, but they can't understand him because he's choking. They don't, you know, finally they figure out maybe we should stop because maybe there's something wrong in the back. And they they go to open the side door and kept, I'm like, is he going to jump out on these people? What is he going to do? But no, he doesn't. When they go to open the door, he swings the door harder and they just go flying. And that's like the whole thing. Yeah, he's on top. He's on top of the truck and he just just grabs the door and pushes it harder. So Yeah. And then... He goes inside, right? And he he calls Yeah, he calls the chopper and tells him about the bomb. And um he's like, Is there a faint hum? He's like, Well yeah, he's like, it could be a neutron bomb. I'm like, Okay, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> that guy's good. But then with his ears and he then- hears the tracker on on the uh, yeah. bracket guy. Right, right. And he's like, yeah, it seems to be some kind of dead man switch on here. Right. So, yeah, he and, knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And then so, so then he's like, well, we're fine as long as he's not dying. He's like, oh, he's not looking good. <laughs> yeah. And then he's it's, like, he's, he's like, making some strange noises. And he's like, put him on his back. Make sure he's not strangling in his own tongue. Which, remember, again, this is the thing like from the 70s, just like quicksand. The big thing was always he's gonna choke on his tongue. That has right. probably like never happened in never in real life. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Like when people would have a seizure, stick a wallet in his mouth. No. Don't stick anything in their mouth. Because you're right. gonna get your hand cut off. Just exactly. leave him alone. Give him space. Anyway. Like his lip his lips are blue. Yeah, right. I mean not now this guy probably probably really sign. is dying from carbon monoxide poisoning. But right. um so Simon's already there. He comes flying, running up with some cases like uh, Johnny and uh, what's his name from Emergency. And he gives him some oxygen and a shot of something. And I'm like, this guy knows everything, right? I mean, he's he knows how to give guy a shot and how to do fly bombs a and fly a chopper. I mean, he should be yeah. fucking Captain America. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. No kidding. Um but he said, hey, the guy's going to be fine. And then, you know, you hear, like, a bunch of sirens. He's like, oh, the you know, the Calvary's here. He's like, yeah, the cops, the MPs, and the bomb squad, they're all here. He's like, why don't you go wait in the helicopter? Because they're going okay. to have, have some questions of what this guy in his pajamas <laughs> are doing here. It's just like exactly. the greatest American hero, right? He's got to hide. Right. He's got to take off before the heat comes. Yeah. So now we end up at their house. We're kind of wrapping this up finally. Right. And do you remember what what happens when Steve gets off the phone? What he's learned? Uh, no. Do you have that in your notes? No. No. Okay. Nope. So we learn now, in the last thirty seconds of the show, that oh, they're bringing Christine, Tina's mom, here. She is still alive. Brackett was just holding her hostage. I'm like, and we didn't know this. What? Like, right. They just threw that in at the end. Like, that's what he was saying about Catherine when he was dying. He was, he did this because they had her. That's why he was trying to get the plan. Uh, okay. So. That makes sense. Okay. And then um, I do have a clip here of, like, one of the final things that they say about uh, Captain America. Yeah. Captain America did a pretty good job. 
Yeah. He did jam himself down a few throats, didn't he? <laughs> what do you say, Steve? Do we put Captain America on a permanent basis? Yes. But there's still one thing bothering me, Simon. If I'm going to be Captain America, I want to be the same Captain America my father was in every way. I don't just want to do the things he did. I want to look the way he did as well. So, this is where at the end, we get to see him in the new old outfit. The classic Captain America outfit. Let's just say. Yeah. And I guess that's what he's so in I, in the next movie. I I mean, to be honest, it didn't look any different to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? He like gets off his bike and he like poses. I'm like, what are we looking at? <laughs> you know? <laughs> if but you look was, at him side I mean, by side, it's different for sure. I'm sure it is, but at this point, I was like, I was. Yeah, over it's the more it's the more classic one. It's the more classic one. Got it. Got and it. And that's the end. That kind of leads us to wanting more. I guess. I ch- Jesus, I don't know how they ever made a second one. I really don't. I was like, well, this thing I'm, probably didn't you know, cost a whole lot to make, is my guess. I'm sure I'm going to piss some people off, but I did not like this at all. No, I don't like, think you are, because I don't think many people did. Um, I don't think this is like, you know, considered. Yeah, the same the the second one, Ca- Captain America: Death Too Soon, was also released the same year. Oh, maybe they just filmed it all at the same time. So, <laughs> the movie received a mixed reception from critics. Really? And by the way, this was actually released in the theaters, but only in Colombia. Oh wow. <laughs> Damn. Just in Columbia. It wasn't even like, you know, Buck Rogers. Uh, remember they said that one did. Uh, um, yeah. They put that in the theater too. Yeah. That was theater worthy. This this was not. I don't, I don't know. Was, be, I don't know. That might be a stretch. Yeah. But yeah, so that was. Uh, that was it. Um, I'll just say this. Woo! I didn't think I was going to dislike it as much as I did. That's why I picked it. I thought it would be fun and kind of goofy and campy. and But this was just not good. It was like so boring, you know? It was. Yeah. And I don't yeah, like to I pick agree. things. Like, I know things are going to be goofier than they were back then or whatever. And I don't like to pick things that I know are going to be bad. But this was just kind of bad. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like I said, like, I... I, I had fonder memories of it, even though like I'm not one. Maybe the second one's better. I don't know, but I don't even know where the second one, if you could find it, because I didn't see it anywhere. Maybe I only saw the second one. I don't know. Maybe. Let's see. This one says about the second one. Steve Rogers is first shown a sketching of a portrait of a Mrs. Shaw who complains to him about a gang of muggers who have been stealing the proceeds from cash social security checks. She decides having cashed hers. He bids her to do this in order to set up a trap for the muggers and springs the trap as Captain America. What? <laughs> oh, Christopher Lee either, is in the man. next one. He's a freelance revolutionary terrorist calling himself General Miguel. All and right. It seems like there's a lot more going on in the second one. And the second one was released theatrically in France in 1980. And had a special oh, wow. film sc- festival screening in Finland in 2014. I don't know why. Oh, and the second one, Connie Selica is in it as Dr. Wendy. 
Wow. Maybe we'll have to watch that at some point. <laughs> you have to find it, though. That's the problem. Yeah. Anyway, um, so my my recommendation is you can find this. It is on Amazon. You have to rent it. Maybe if you could find it somewhere where you don't have to pay for it, it'd be worth it. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know I don't, if I don't I'd know. recommend it otherwise. Let's just put it that no. way. I agree. Just yeah. I don't know. I couldn't get into it. It just. It's, yeah. I'm sorry. I couldn't either. There just wasn't much to I'd say. Be, but yeah, I'll be interested to hear, you know, listener feedback on this. So. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to have seen this or I don't know. I I think a couple of people mentioned like this is going to be a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't right. know. We'll see. But anyway, if you've watched it, let us know what you think. Um, Please. If you haven't, that's fine. Still listen. And, uh, yes. again, always recommendations are welcome. If you have anything um, we haven't done before or something we have done, a specific episode, let us know. We're always looking for uh, suggestions. So anything else you want to say about this or anything else, Mike? Even just about Halloween in general. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I'll no, take I don't that know. Okay, <laughs> All right. I'm just kidding. All right. So for this episode, right. I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I am Mike Sullivan. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.